You are listening to The Modern Mormon, episode number four. Hey there, I'm Cami Satterly, and I'm The Modern Mormon. I'm an advanced certified life coach who's dropped the all or nothing approach to life and religion. I can't wait to show you how. I've got you, girl. Let's go. Hello, beautiful souls. Today, I want to talk about truth. Do you think truth is important? I know in the LDS church, to have a true testimony, there's a couple of things you need to know, like the church is true. Joseph Smith was a true prophet, those type of things. And ever since I've got into coaching, my brain has had a hard time with truth in general. I feel like the second I believe something's 100% true, if there is ever a little bit like an inkling of a doubt, then my brain goes to it's instantly not true. And I like to focus on how can it be true and not true at the same time. I feel like that still keeps me in line with where I want to go in life without having to give up everything because I truly believe that one part of it's not true, if that makes sense. So my husband and I were talking about this the other day. We were talking about religion, spirituality, and like all the deep stuff. I told him how I think it's so interesting how Muslims are actually really similar to Christians. In fact, most religions all around are very alike in so many ways. There's just different names, different people, different ways they worship, different symbols. But when you break them down, they're actually super similar. I told him that I think everyone's basically on the right track. When it comes to different religions, I feel like so many people focus on truth and you're wrong because of this scripture or they're right because of this. I know in the LDS church, it's that everyone has parts of the gospel, but we just have the fullness of the gospel. When I wasn't an active LDS member, I found that my brain did not like to focus on truth. In fact, it liked to focus more on the doubt and find all the ways that religion, specifically the LDS church, was not true. But I was basing off all of those truths off of my current behaviors. For example, when I was not living the standards of the church and telling myself it's fine, um, all I wanted to do was prove it wrong. So I read the CES letters, church history, the like tons of accounts of Joseph Smith and all of Brigham Young's like absolutely wild quotes. Um, something stood out and said, yeah, that's completely whack. But the more I got into coaching, the more I realized the shame that I carried and the shame we carry as human beings in general. I realized the more I could forgive myself, the more I could look at these things from a perspective of these people are just human beings. They're not Jesus Christ. They are not perfect. Nothing is going to be perfect in this world aside from him. So even when looking at church history, looking at journals, looking at other people's behaviors, it's not going to align with perfectionism because they are not perfect. It's not going to just plan out and make a ton of sense because it's life. So some things are really easy for me to wrap my head around. Like I read the Book of Mormon recently and I loved it. I love the characters in it. I thought it was great. Really liked it. Other stuff like the Doctrine and Covenants or Joseph Smith stuff, not so much. I also haven't studied it very much, so I can't have like a ton of opinion on it. But what from from what I have studied, it gives me kind of a weird feeling and I, I don't find it as truth. It doesn't resonate as truth to me. So my brain likes to go to how can it be true and not true instead of it's wrong. Maybe he did translate the Book of Mormon, and then maybe he did do some extra weird stuff in there that wasn't supposed to be in there. Or maybe God told him to add it. I don't know. But the way I like to look at it now is, am I a better person 
with this in my life? Am I a better person when I read this? Am I better with it or am I better without it? Well, I have been on both sides and I can tell you right now that my life is better with it. I have I haven't really necessarily changed all of my behaviors in the church, but I changed the way that I view them. I'm no longer angry or bitter or judgmental of myself or others. I no longer look at the church as an all or nothing approach. I look at it as, does it help me want to be a better person that I want to be? Do the teachings align with what I want to believe about life and the afterlife? And the answer to that for me was yes. So I decided to just keep it simple. So when Steve and I were having this conversation, I told him I could have easily kept going to Rock Harbor. That's the Christian church that we were attending. And I would be just fine. Like our family would be, I mean, we'd probably all go together and would probably, you know, connect us in that way. I loved everything about the church. Um, The people were amazing. The pastor was amazing. His, you know, Sundays were uplifting and all the things. I told him that I just liked what the LDS church taught as far as the plan of salvation and where we go when we die, um, that it wasn't so much an all or nothing mindset as far as you either accept Jesus and go to heaven or you don't and you go to hell. I didn't like that. I didn't feel like it was a one size fits all. Now, some of you would be like, well, that's what the Bible teaches. That's truth. So whether you like it or not, it is. And I choose not to believe that because that doesn't align with my spirit. That doesn't align with my thoughts. That doesn't align with a heavenly father that, you know, created me and created me to think this way. It doesn't feel right to me. And that is the beauty of your mind. You get to believe anything you want to, no matter what anyone says. But a lot of times our brain, our lower brain wants to focus on believing things that align with what we're currently doing, our current behaviors. We like to justify it because if we're doing something and we feel wrong about it, we're going to have a negative emotion and we don't like that. So when it came to my behaviors, I hated that I drank coffee, something natural, and that was just considered so wrong. And then I would get so mad because everyone in the church drinks Diet Coke, but coffee's not allowed. And the older I got, the more that I realized it is not about anyone else but me. It is not about the LDS rules. It is not about what the prophet says. It is literally about me and my life. What do I want to believe? And here's what I came to as I got older. Coffee, yeah, it's natural. However, it is an addiction. It is something that I need every single day. It is something my body craves. It's an urge. It's something that I need to have. And if I don't have it, I crash at the end of the day. I look forward to it. I imagine my mornings just because of it. And I didn't like that I have to rely on something like that. That to me did not feel right. So there's my truth. It doesn't mean I've quit coffee. It just means that's where my focus is. So if your future self does not want to be doing them, and notice I did not say justifying your behaviors because they're wrong. I've never said they're wrong. I said if your future self does not want to be acting in this way, partaking in these behaviors, then that is where your truth lies. When I started looking at things this way, everything started to change for me. The standards or like rules as everybody calls them in the LDS church, I actually love. I love that they make it crystal clear. Like it's your North Star. Of course, you're not going to be perfect. Of course, you're not going to do all the things. But when you're in doubt of what you want to be doing or not, you can look at some of these guidelines as basically just healthy ways to live. When everything is a go, you fall into these different routes and then one day look in the mirror and you think, how in the hell did I get here? 
So I have people send me hate messages a lot arguing about this whole all or nothing thing. They like to tell me that there's no such thing as all or nothing in the LDS church, which, okay, only you are feeling that hate. I am not feeling that hate, so I don't understand it. But anyway, they like to tell me I'm an idiot for talking about this and trying to help women with this, that in order to receive all of the LDS blessings and be temple worthy, you have to be doing all or nothing. And I understand how they have this mindset. In fact, even last week at church, they were talking about, you know, obedience to God and that you cannot receive God's blessings unless you are obedient, that he is a just God. I get that. But on the flip side, when we think this way, this all or nothing, and we realize that we are not there, we are not at a place where like, I want to quit coffee. If I choose to just be nothing, my life doesn't get better. On the flip side, if I choose to just be obedient, but I'm doing it out of obligation, that is building negative emotions and resentment later on that I have to deal with. It also brings on a lot of shame, which just slows my spiritual growth in the long run. Nothing gets better. If I choose to continue to believe that it's going to work out and choose to believe that I want to progress in this way, in this direction... I'm better off in the long run than if I was to just give up. And so many times I wanted to raise my hand in class and say, listen, I get what you're saying, but teaching this all or nothing is not benefiting anybody. Let's teach that we're good right where we're at, and then let's go from there. Sometimes it can really be this black and white perspective, especially taught in church, that really kind of turns people off. They just think, I can't do this. I can't live up to these standards. This cannot be me. That is not what God intended. So as they talk about temples and as they talk about endowments and covenants and all these things that I cannot relate to, I just sit there and smile and think to myself, I'm good. I'm so good right where I'm at. I don't know this stuff. I don't really care right now. But what can I get from this? What can I use? What information can I gain from this that can help me be better this week? So the alternative is to just believe it's all a bunch of crap because it doesn't fit with my life. And I know that that never got me anywhere I wanted to be. So I just like to stick to where I'm at, continually striving to be better, and basically content, striving to grow and learn and decide what I want to be in my life. Every single day, I choose my beliefs. Right now, I'm not temple worthy. And right now, I don't even see myself wanting to go there. Maybe I won't even go there in this entire lifetime. But that does not mean I'm not on the right path. And based off of what I believe and what the LDS Church teaches, even when I die, I still have that opportunity if I want to. I love this belief. I also want to say, and this might be a little controversial, but I have a lot of friends who have left the LDS Church, lots of people that I know. I have yet to see someone who has left, who has been 100% confident and happy in their beliefs, who have gone and bettered themselves as far as their health and just their overall quality of life. No, I'm not saying that you cannot do this and there are not people that have done this, but I personally have not seen it done. When I see someone who's left the church, I see them all of a sudden start to drink coffee and then start adapting new habits and addictions. I see lots of drinking pictures, partying, going out. Seriously, zero judgment because I was one of them for 15 years and still am from time to time. It's not the behavior behind all of this that's the problem. It's the belief behind the behavior. When you stop believing in big things that were the guiding light to your entire life, then you stop believing in smaller things, the behavioral things, which lead to more behaviors, which leads to 
the quality of your life and your overall view of your life. I've seen lots of divorces over this, affairs, broken up families, and in no way, shape, or form am I judging any of these people as I continually do a lot of these exact same behaviors, not the affairs and divorce and all that, but you know, all of the word of wisdom stuff. I also understand that if you have been doing something for years out of obligation, not because you were choosing it, but of course, you know, just doing it because you've always done it, then you're going to go and do all of these things that you were dying to do, but felt like you just couldn't. I think that is one of the major downfalls to members of the LDS church, as they look at these rules to be Mormon versus the actual title, like words of wisdom. It's just wise not to partake in these things. But I think the reason that I see that it doesn't get better after my friends and family have left the church is because they have an all or nothing. All of a sudden, if this isn't right, then nothing's right. If I can't believe in this, then I can't even believe in Christianity. And it kind of just all goes away. And I think a lot of people I've heard um, had lots of conversations with friends who have said, well, I've done the studying. And because this isn't right, now I've realized that there's not even a such thing as Jesus. There's not even a such thing as God. And they become more scientific about it, which is great if that makes you feel good. But I don't think it actually does. I think a lot of people wanted to believe that it was right. They wanted to believe that there was a God and all these things. And they forget that they actually get to choose it. You get to choose anything you want to believe, as crazy as it sounds, if it makes your life better. But they just saw it as, I saw something that I doubted, so now it's truth to me, so I can't believe any of it. And that's where the life goes wrong. That's where the behaviors start to change. That's where they've kind of lost hope in a lot of things. So as I was justifying my behaviors, it took me many years of, you know, doing certain things and justifying them to finally understand that it does not make it right just because I'm partaking in it. So for example, drinking can be super fun, relaxing. It can even make you have some really wild, fun date nights with your husband. But all it takes is one bad episode on a friend's trip in Mexico where your husband and you get in the absolute worst fight of your entire life and later on realize it's because of being intoxicated. You finally decide maybe this isn't the best thing for me or my marriage or my family. That's when the light bulb went on in my head and I realized, why am I defending something that takes me away from my emotions and out of having the complete human experience? It makes me become someone I'm authentically not. It's terrible for my health, a bad example for my kids, makes my psoriasis flare up, my autoimmune stuff. Huh, I guess I get it now. It's not right or wrong. It's right and wrong. So I've quit a bunch of these habits, not because I want to be a better Mormon. It's because I'm wanting to be better health-wise. I want to be better in my relationships. I want to be better at feeling all of my emotions, not trying to cover them up. I do not think I'm more valuable or more worthy or more of anything for not doing it. I do not think I'm better than anyone. I do not think it's really that big of a deal, to be honest. You don't owe anyone an explanation for your beliefs, not even your own spouse. You get to choose to believe whatever you want about your life, God, or anything. Are you choosing the things that serve you in your life? Are you choosing to believe there's a bigger picture or choosing to believe it's a free-for-all? And what do you do action-wise when you believe these things? Stop focusing on truth. You're never going to get your answers. 
Nobody can prove anything spiritually. I guess until you die, so then why not just believe things that will serve you and help you be the human you want to be? So my husband and I have been watching the like video series, The Chosen, and it's awesome. We love it. It's like a Christian type of video thing about Jesus and his life. And my husband did not grow up religious at all. And so this is all new for him. And of course, hearing these things, they're totally wacky, like Jesus healing people and, you know, making people rise from the dead and stuff like that's absolutely crazy. And it's funny because the teachings of it never changed. But as soon as he watched this video series, The Chosen, it's like he had a testimony of who Jesus is, and it made him have more of a desire to want to have a relationship with him. I find it so fascinating what our brain can do. It's still totally out of control crazy thinking that he's doing these things. But when you think about it in a way that's serving you, now you have a great feeling about it. This is what people would claim as truth, right? This is your truth. Why not just follow that, even if it's crazy? If having a relationship with Jesus Christ makes my husband want to be a better dad, a better business partner, a better uh, husband, all of these things, why not choose to believe that? What is the downside of that? I've never understood religious debates. I think it's absolutely crazy because on one hand, like if we're talking about debating the Bible versus the Book of Mormon, on one hand, it's like, your book is so far-fetched. That's crazy that a man could, you know, dig up gold plates and translate them. And then I'm like, but you believe Noah put a bunch of animals on an ark when the whole earth flooded and floated around? Like, all of it's crazy. Why do we choose to believe this stuff? Because it feels good and it makes us want to be the type of people we want to be. Why are we arguing about what we're, what's going on in our brains? That's insane. So I personally don't like to focus on truths, but when I hear people in the LDS church go to bear their testimonies, they'll say, I know this church is true. In fact, I think that is the right way to bear your testimony is saying that. I believe them. I believe them because they've had special spiritual experiences that have constantly brought them back to the conclusion of the truthfulness of what they are believing and what they're saying. I personally like to just say, I choose to believe this church is true. I feel more in control of my thoughts and emotions that way. It makes me feel more responsible. So if you are personally struggling with this in your life, if you believe certain things, but you doubt other things, totally research the doubt if you want to. I did. I needed to do that for myself so that I could consciously choose to believe every single thing that I was believing, even if there was opposition, even if there was someone that says, this is why it's wrong. But make sure you come to a conclusion of, does my future self believe this or not? Do I want to be a person that believes this? Is it going to better myself, better my family in the long run? Does it make your choices and your life so much greater? That's your truth. And that's the only truth that truly matters. If you're ready to drop the all or nothing in your life, then I would be honored to be your life coach. Head over to themodernmormon.com to start your journey in becoming the confident, authentic, and best version of you.